1: Yesterday, so we spoke to the Democratic Alliance here in the province, and they wrote to the chairperson they say of the Portfolio Community for Economic Development, Environmental Affairs, and Tourism to request the Limpopo Development Agency to account for what they are calling a haphazard phase developmental approach to the Musina Makado Special Economic Zone. The Environmental Impact Assessment draft report, I understand, was to be submitted to LIDAT. Yesterday, So let's let's find out what are the issues there. We're speaking to the Chief Executive Office of the Musina Makado Special Economic Zone, that is Mr. Lesaghan masoga Mr. Masoga, good evening. Welcome to Progressive Talk. Thanks. Good evening, my brother, and good evening to the listeners. Good evening, good evening. Maybe let me start here. It will help us cascade down to maybe what is also some important issue. And as far as the processes, the work that needs to be done, what is the latest update on the s Where are we with it? We are on the verge of completing the EIA
0: uh, application process, which has uh, stalled the project for quite a long time. Since 2018 up to today, 2021, we've been in a journey to uh, submit uh, an application for EIA approval. Mm. and we have successfully done that on Monday the 1st of February
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, the law says the competent authorities for a period of 30 days to um, uh, express an opinion on the application mm. and we are hoping that by month end of February we will then have a decision on the fate of our project and once that is done and let's say the project is successfully considered, is approved mm. we've got an environmental authorization now then we start with the process of uh, site clearance and the actual implementation
1: of the, the SEZ.
0: was our, our, our investors are ready. They delayed by the EIA uh, approval.
1: Okay, and the EIA is the environmental impact assessment, and that would mean uh, now that you have submitted the draft report uh, after approval, then you go on. So you have engaged all stakeholders. What what what, what is the sense there in the ground?
0: We, we we have not submitted the draft report. We have submitted the ultimate final. Uh, application report. Mm -hmm. And as I say, uh, this process has started as 2018 and along the way we've been engaging with our people. Mm. There's been many, many postponements because some of the interested and affected parties asked for a postponement because they wanted to make further inputs. They made inputs, they made suggestions about uh, specialist studies that we must conduct. Mm. We've conducted all of them and even went beyond that which was a recommended as a scope of the project mm. and uh, conducted further studies. And uh, last year, October, when we were supposed to submit the report, they requested for some more uh, time to make further inputs using uh, COVID-19 uh, lockdown as a, as a basis. We said, it's okay. Mm. we we'll give you some more time uh, until January 31st. Uh, 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 and that would have been the Department of Economic Development, which is the competent authority. But we can't postpone forever because mm. I can tell you, if you go into that report, it's a very detailed report, over uh, 7,000 pages. Mm -hmm. It says in the report that there's been over 3,000 comments. That is a record uh, response Mm. on a normal EIA application. And when you say people have not participated, that is really uh, a disingenuous.
1: OK, you just took that away from me, but I'm, let me go back to it because that's where I was going, whether people have participated or not. To to, to, to what extent? I, I see the number, that's fine, but I, I do not know what it represents and who the the people are who participated. In terms of representative, whether all segments and sectors of the community has participated satisfactory, at least for you? We, we would not want to
0: use... A other ways that uh, we may not be able to defend tomorrow. But we think there's been sufficient participation of interested and affected communi- uh, 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 parties, including local communities. And as I say, this process has been ongoing for the last three years. It's not an event of yesterday. So we are satisfied where we, we are, that uh, indeed our people have participated. And are, our people are very impatient. They are saying, stop talking, stop coming to us and talking about EIA." bring the project here. But now we are shocked when we uh, hear formations that are supposed to be representing the people saying they are ready to stand on the way of uh, this uh, uh, massive project which has the potential of changing the lives of our people and they want to weaponize poverty against our people. That is very saddening, I must say.
1: Maybe let's go to the, the... I wonder if you're able to do this and I know you do not necessarily speak to them, but whether you've had an opportunity to look at what is it that they are complaining about that they want to challenge the report that you have submitted on? The
0: the discussion between us and the interested and affected parties, as I say, it has been ongoing for a while. They're raising very interesting issues. For an example, there is an issue of water. Mm. We all know that there is a problem of water in South Africa in general. We have heard of a phenomenon called Day Zero for the first time in Cape Town a few, a couple of years ago, even here in, in Popo, there is that problem of water. But let me give you a practical example. If you go to that uh, Musina area and Makado area, it's a farming area. People are farming their are watering their plantations on a daily basis. Where are they getting the water? Somebody must ask that question. If you say the ACZ cannot continue because there's no water, where are the people who are operating their farming and other industrial activities in the water? Why are we not talking about sharing the little that is there? But I think that is not enough. Mm. We are saying to uh, the complainants mm. that we are determined and resolute to introduce new creative solutions that will bring sustainable water solution not only to the sZ and the people of Musina and Makadu, but for the people of them, and to a large extent, a, a substantial number of the residents of this province. Because... We, we have found an alternative way mm. of uh, harvesting water without necessarily e- 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 exploiting the already stressed underground water, mm. which is the water that you've seen the past few weeks uh, overflowing there in the Limpopo River, going straight into the Indian Ocean. We want to harvest that water, store it, and be able to share it with our people. And we think such kind of initiatives mm. come as a result of this magnificent uh, project. And
1: then people want to stand on its way and they want us to take them. We are refusing to do that. Let's, um, and, and I, I in late December, you had a briefing where you talked about this issue. I was standing in that briefing. I was interested in this part about harvesting water and getting water. Because obviously, it's an obvious fact, water is very important for the success of the project. That's, that's given. Um, Absolutely. So, Talk to us about this plan around harvesting water. That is water in the Limpopo River, the Zimbabwe, that, that river there, right? So what, what is the yes. idea there? What are we doing there?
0: If you go into the Limpopo River, now you will find it overflowing. Yeah. At times it's not just overflowing, it's flooding. There's a runoff flood that goes straight into the downstream into the Indian Ocean. Mm. We're talking water that is in between anything between 2,000 uh, megaliters and 3,000 megaliters uh, per annum. And what we are saying is that that water that is going to waste into the ocean, we want to harvest at least anything between 300 and 500 million megalitres that will store in the sand river in the form of a new uh, a, a dam and use that water for the benefit of the SZ and the people of Musila, Makabe and other communities in the port. And that is a solution that will bring a very, another substantial investment into the province that solve a very critical fundamental problem that has been a. Uh, uh, affecting our province for a very long time. And people still want to stand on the way of development and new ideas, creative ideas of solving uh, long-standing problems. And, and, and that pro- uh, 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 process of harvesting water was uh, conducted substantial research mm. and the technical reports which came out says this model is doable, is practical and is not only technically sound but also is commercially viable. Mm. So we've got a commitment from the president's infrastructure, SA mm-hmm. to commit substantial amount of resources for further studies and project preparation, wherein if all goes well in, a, in, in three four years' time, we could have a massive dam in, in the area of Musina that really uh, provides much required water by the people of this province. And we think that must be allowed to
1: go ahead without any hindrance. The bulk of the water that is going to be needed for the project is going to come from this project that you're talking about now, or there are other ways, or it's supplementing. Where is the bulk of the water going to come from?
0: We've got a couple of solutions, both short-term, medium- and long-term options. Mm. Another option that we have is, uh, we've got a commitment from the Zimbabwean authorities to export water from their water resources that are adjacent to the uh, uh, Musine and the Limpopo River that will then be uh, uh, transferred into Limpopo for the benefit of the SCZ and the local communities. Mm. That is another option that we have. That water is there. All what we have to do is to uh, follow through the necessary protocols mm. and uh, uh, get the necessary investment to uh, pipe that water into South Africa. Mm. That's one option. Okay. There is very minimum uh, groundwater that is available in uh, the area of Mucine and Makado. And we really are not interested in exploiting the already exploited resource. But now okay. that there has been this amount of rain it means that there will be water uh, uh, to 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 abstract from the uh, uh, the ground, so yeah. there are so much uh, solutions that are there all what we need is an opportunity and a space to do
1: what we think is right for our people. Before we talk about those that are uh and the grounds which people are opposing your your, your plan. So pretty much much of this plan and the the success of the S E Z also relies on cooperating and working together with Zimbabwe as far as the water part is concerned, which is essential for the project to succeed. Uh,
0: absolutely. We we we, we enjoy a very good relationship with the Zimbabweans as a country and as a people, and there is that commitment, not only uh, water, there will be many other resources that we may require from uh, the north side of the Limpopo River, and we think uh, we will certainly get the support uh, uh, of the Zimbabwean uh, people and authorities.
1: Yeah, but, but look, uh, uh, Mr. Masoga, it's obvious why people focus on water because the project cannot kick off without water. It could kick off without other things but not the, the water resource part. And so you're talking about possibly having a dam that could uh, be built, as I understand it, would be finished in three years if that assessment does not follow the power station assessments. And And, and, and so that means there's still quite some way to go before we see... The project really start because you can't start without the water, can you?
0: There the, are the, the, the different reasons why water is included in the in the amounts that are required mm. for the construction purpose of that project, which may also take two three years, uh, would not require substantial amount of water. The bulk of the water is required when we commission uh, uh, the zone to become fully operational. Mm. Uh, but for 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 the purpose of construction, phase, we don't really require substantial amount of water that uh, is inaccessible. Uh, mm. So when that pilot uh, uh, um, of construction takes place, mm. we 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 are assuming that they will run parallel also with the development of the dam, probably even finish at the same time, or even the dam finishes uh, pretty much earlier. But uh, that is not the only reason why there is some uh, opposing voice mm. towards this project. There are several other technical issues uh, that uh, uh, stakeholders are raising. And we, we are not dismissive. We are listening, we are paying attention, and we are responding to those concerns that have been raised. For an example, the EIA the is about the environment. Yeah. And the law in South Africa says any development must be socially. Economically and environmentally sustainable. And we are a, a, a responsible government that would not want to damage the environment and deprive our future generation of uh, the, the, the wealth of their, of their nation. Mm. So that's that why we've been seized with this uh, 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 operation of conducting extensive specialist studies so that we can see how do we mitigate the potential negative impact of this project on the environment. And those studies have been done and they are there and they are saying to us, for you to continue with this project, do the following. Any any development, even if you go into a village, you build a, a house there, mm. you are destroying the environment. And nobody even does an EIA there. So any any development by, by its very nature, it affects the environment. So because ours is a mega development, mm. we have to go through this environmental impact assessment, and, and that is the report that we're talking about, which is over 7,000 pages that you have submitted yesterday. And we think we've got a very strong case to persuade the authorities to consider our application favourably because we think we have done our homework.
2: Mm.
1: So, say the... Let's leave alone the fact that some may challenge it and may actually... Whatever the prospects of their challenge may be, say the authorities... Uh, approves your 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 the, the assessment there, and the project then kicks on. What immediately happens after the approval?
0: National uh, Environmental Management Act Ex- makes provision for an appeal once a decision is made, and we will follow the letter of the pro- uh, the uh, uh, the letter and the spirit of the law to the latter. Uh, when the appeals are, the, we actually welcome these uh, 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 objections objections, and especially if they are objective and if people appeal our uh, the decision of the authorities we, we, it is their democratic right is provided for in the law mm. we actually encourage them to do that so that our uh, 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 approval yeah. must pass the test of the law yes. if necessary mm. but we think as I'm saying that we, we are very much resolute we are ready to confront whatever challenge because we think we have done our homework and we can defend the report that we have submitted yesterday. All
1: right. Thank you very much, Mr. Masova. Good evening to you. Great pleasure. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.